0: I wrote a great poem. Oh good, okay. So I... And
1: by that I mean it's kind of terrible, but
0: that's my shtick. That's, that's the, the, the name of the show. <laughs> Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me, it's My Bad Poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into our poems from youth, yesteryear, or even yesterday, always asking the question, why in the world did I write this? I'm Aaron. And I'm Dave. And together this week, we are in the presence of one whose work was once compared to a journal found in a haunted house from a disappeared author in a cursed town. Her writings have been published in Maudlin House, Rejection Letters, Gutslut Press, and Warning Lines. And if those weren't unnerving enough for you, her poem 4AM was selected as the best runner-up for the Broken Spine Arts Contest. <laughs> now, before we scare ourselves too much more, let's welcome our guest, Lauren Teresa. Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: <laughs> thank you. Wow, what an intro. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to talk with you guys and like get weird with this. So
0: Yeah, I love me. I love the titles of the presses that have, have uh, (laughs) selected your, do you, do you specifically like target presses with unique names or?
2: Um, you know, it's funny. I feel like, uh, but there's definitely a correlation with presses that I feel like fit my, uh, I don't know vibe is the right word, but my vibe, um, yeah. And it's usually the ones that are a little bit like stranger, quirkier, darker. (laughs) So yes, there's, and like, including bullshit lit. Yeah. There's definitely, uh, it's not going to.
0: Now you just did a (laughs) reading for, for Bullet Lit. Uh, Yes,
2: I did. How did that go? Oh, it was awesome. It was like only, it was my second ever in-person, um, poetry reading. the first one being like three weeks ago. And it was just, it was so cool. Veronica's amazing. And it was just like, it was so awesome to be like in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, you know like so much of it is online and you know just written so yeah it was great I loved it love being there
0: nice nice well Dave to get us into the realm of poetry <laughs> I believe you have something
1: I do yeah talking about poetry readings uh I've never read any of my poetry in public because no one has ever asked me to <laughs> for some weird reason I don't I don't know why
2: huh. I would like for you to read your 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 oh. book.
1: Well, thank thank you. No, I was definitely fishing for that. I needed it. (laughs) Okay, here we go. My life emanates extravagant patience, except when Bluetooth is lost in its cadence or Wi-Fi seems to evaporate over an airwave and Roku buffers and will not behave. With a lack of patience, I am never caught, except constantly for no reason, just on the spot. Yes! Yes! Yeah, I'm, I'm very talented, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that was the a fun one.
3: Is, is, I love that.
1: They say write what you know, and I am a very ah. impatient person.
0: <laughs> now Dave, just uh-huh. because we talked yesterday, was this Roku frustration because you were trying to watch the new weirdo movie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. It definitely didn't pause in the middle of a scene. And I... <sighs> I feel called out right now, Aaron. How was it? It was very stupid, but oh. I loved it. That was a fun poem, Dave.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic. I love that we are how is involved in setting the tone now too. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. As with all good podcasts, especially discussing literature.
3: Absolutely. The man
1: who gave us my baloney. Mm. Mm-hmm. A classic. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Lauren, hopefully you haven't been scared away with Dave's attempt at poetry and our (laughs) uh, form of banter. But we know that your published poems have been featured in some frightfully named presses. So we're wondering how frightening your unpublished works are.
3: So...
2: Um, well, like frighteningly in like what way In like in like bad because I've got a lot of those.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what we're looking for. Yep, yeah, that is it.
2: Yes. I feel like I kind of went in reverse in my poetry in life where like I started at like I've been writing poetry. I didn't even realize I was doing it. But I was writing poetry since I was like six or something. And um, but my original stuff was like it was so deep, like mm. unnecessarily deep, though. Uh.
3: <laughs>
2: like way too meta, way too like all of that, you know, and, um and intense. And now I write poems. Like I, I just like finished a chapbook based on uh, like a, this seven layer burrito. Um, <laughs> a really beautiful chapbook and I really love it and I want to do something with it. But um yeah, I kind of like left the ridiculousness in
3: later. In nice.
2: I feel like that was a little bit in reverse.
0: <laughs> I love it. So what bad poem do you bring to us today?
2: Uh, okay. So I, I figured I could read some of my older poems that were like, when I took myself so seriously. Back when I was like, okay, I'm going to be, nobody knew I was writing poetry, like literally nobody up until a couple of years ago. But I I started writing unnecessarily under a pen name of Lorraine Therese.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of mortifying. <laughs> Also,
3: that
1: is impressively self-important. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Impressive, which is like the exact tone of everything I was writing at that time. Um, sure. And it also like, now I'm like getting nervous that there might even be like a Deviant art page linked to it and stuff. But um,
3: Oh, that's
0: amazing.
2: It was, like so <laughs> But I would like, it was so weird though, because I was like this very, on the surface, I was a very typical kid. Like I was, I was like pretty, like a good kid. I like bangs and I like was an author server for way too long and like, Um, and I was like very chill in my friendships and relationships, but I would like, like, if I've met somebody, I would go back and I would write, like, it was like creepy. Like I would write these epic, epic pieces about (laughs) them. And like, I I can look back. I mean, I have all my journals too, and I brought some with me right now. Um, but I'll go back and I'll be like, like, I knew that dude for two weeks. But
1: But I knew him deeply.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh my god! Like thank God nobody ever read my poetry at that time. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to mortify myself. If that's the right term of it, yes. And, um, right, and I think I might read one of them from like, uh, like 2003.
0: Oh, perfect. Kind
2: of. But I can read this like overly enraptured was the first word that I came up with. Overly loving love poem about this like <laughs> literal stranger um, and. Then, <laughs> So embarrassing, um, and then there's also like it was also, I would do like these social commentary ones,
3: oh, oh
0: yeah, uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so typically, with our guests, we do two poems. So I think we need we need the romance, and then we need okay. the social commentary, oh, um, yeah, I think that's a perfect pairing <laughs>
2: yeah, because then, like, I also have my poems about, like, present day about like, Bat boy and like cocaine and stacker twos and all that stuff but i'm like kind of proud of those like even though they're pretty yeah. right um yeah. this is the stuff that i'm mortified about my Lauren stage, so oh my god i hope in here's this one put a disclaimer on it that it's like not me okay. <laughs> I, I love
1: that you're embarrassed about like the love poetry uh, but like bad boy yeah on board oh oh, yeah, that yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel like I need to read the bad boy one after this. It's so short, just to redeem myself. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah, okay. sure. Just even, even my beings out. And I would write it on like bus station receipts and like first union like checks, and like it was so dramatic. Okay, okay. <clears throat> August twenty fourth. <24th>. Just finished. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember how intense I was. Okay. Just finished smoking the day's last cigarette, thinking of you, what you've done to all of me in all of three weeks. How I love you, how I can't find the words, how I can't even speak. How, sorry, my soul has melted into the crimsons of your sunset. The colors of what I used to know as my life have brightened with each slow dusk. I didn't even see this one coming. Daylight savings and my world has been shifted. Gifted with one more hour of timeless beauty. Enraptured by a lazy night, looking to just get by. Instead, the hazy sight of the stars reflected in your eyes. This time I can't escape. This time I refuse to even try. I knew that dude for like literally three weeks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, do, oh. I do love the timeliness of it and that we're recording right before daylight savings. How no. perfect.
2: Right? Yeah. Um, so for- Feeling that so intensely with somebody you met, passing traffic <laughs> light.
0: Okay, that extra <laughs> that extra hour. Oh yeah. Oh,
1: well, you know, over the course of three weeks, an hour does make a difference.
3: Big, big difference, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I I kind of love it. Not gonna <laughs> lie, I kind of love it. Like that. That to me feels exactly like you know, just that. Uh, that teenage or young adult experience of, this is what true love is, and no one will ever understand it. Oh wait, never mind. I I just fell in love with this other person that I just <laughs> met now.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Right.
1: I I feel like most people have pretty uh, pretty extensive experience with that.
0: Yeah. The what what was that phrase? The colors of my being have shifted. I think
2: so. Ooh, yeah.
0: That was impressive. In a different poem, I mm. kind of, I don't know. I kind of like that image, but it's a bold statement.
3: It's
2: a bold. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. A lot. lot. It's a, <laughs> a lot. It's also why I'm glad I didn't get into publishing my work until the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different social experience, if that was the case.
0: Now, in, in Lost Things, your um, style is very uh, prose poem, right? It's, it's blocked. Yeah. Yeah. In this journal, are you doing a lot of line breaks? It kind of felt like there's there's some rhyme scheme and some breaks in there.
2: Yeah. So you know what's interesting? Originally it wasn't. It was, it was very much, it was like like this. Oh
3: wow. Okay.
2: But then it was like I went wild with ellipses. Like if every single thing was like dot 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 in between. hmm Which made it actually impossible to like I tried to do a like a nostalgia little chap based on some of this older stuff. Um and I think it was really hard to translate it because it's it's just all just dot 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 dot, dot, <laughs> dot.
3: I don't know. I think
0: the ellipses just had a moment in the early two thousands. And Did it? Yeah, okay. because I was obsessed with it, and I think I'm still kind of, but...
1: I was I was gonna say, the ellipses moment has ended, because that's still 90% of what I write, at least in yeah. text messages.
2: Yeah, I... Can we just, like, claim it as, it's a thing? It's yeah. a
0: thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. who needs those, those, um, what are they called, like, hyphen dashes? Nah, just ellipses everywhere.
2: Everywhere. Alright, <laughs> I'm going in. Line, The like, the lines trailing off that mirrored, like, cigarette smoke. I'm just going (laughs) to (laughs) yeah. For all of us.
3: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: So, so you said you you knew this person for three weeks. Did you know this person after three weeks? Oh no, no. No, it was just a, just a passing.
2: Yeah. And like, it wasn't even that serious. Like this is what would happen. Like I would just meet people and I, I, I like, I don't know. We don't need to get like into the psychology of it, but um, I, I don't know. I feel like it was something where like, I, I like, I think I just loved love so much. Mm-hmm. And like, I would just become like it, literally like the word enraptured. I just enraptured. And then I would just sit outside and smoke cigarettes by the Hudson and like just write. And, like, <laughs> and again, like, I never showed anybody any of it, which like including the people, I think I knew better than that at that time. But yeah, it was just like you go back through my journals and you're like, "Oh my god, that's yeah, she was uh, intense um that I hate her in a situation, but that wasn't me on the surface. It was I was totally chill on the
3: surface.
1: That's impressive to be able to hold that back cuz like I for a long time thought I was a serious person and then I realized <laughs> who I am. Yeah. Which is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Oh. and like literally like stacks and stacks and stacks of these things like, like oh my
0: gosh that's amazing
2: over 100 easily oh my god wow
0: gosh.
2: one of those okay. things that i'm gonna need to like lock away or do something with like because if i ever die and somebody finds these they're gonna have a completely different perception of me and not necessarily
0: <laughs> a good one. you gotta put that in your will or something right? you know? <laughs> this this is giving me james blunt your beautiful vibes
3: ah all right
0: That's the whole point of that song. I saw your face. Like it's a passing moment that he's just creating this whole vision of love from.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. That, that makes it like less creepy. All right. Or, well,
0: (laughs) or, or James Blood song is just creepy. (laughs) I mean, I love
1: the song, but. And I was going more for, uh, uh, the magnetic fields. They have uh, the album 69 love songs. And it's it's just this same like overly sappy. There's one song where it's I uh, I don't want to get over you. I could uh, I could smoke clove cigarettes and read Camus, and it's just like <laughs> ah ah yikes, dude. <laughs>
3: like I think the best
1: part is though that dude wrote that song when
0: he was like forty five. Oh, it's like oh
3: hmm. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Lauren, with this um, admission of having hundreds of these journals, all I'm hearing is that you need to be a reoccurring guest, because (laughs) I only have the wolf journal to go with off of my poems. And we're running, we're running low, like, we're going to run out of my old poems real quick here.
2: Oh, yeah. I am so down to come in and and read an overly borderline obsessive, uncomfortable love poem from my youth, angsty love poem from my youth. So anytime, I'm 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 totally down.
0: Awesome. There we go. the metaphor
2: is is galore so
0: (laughs) well i'm still i i again i like the whole the dusk and the the idea of sunset i mean there there are some beautiful images in there for a three-week uh infatuation again uh creepy Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) oh i agree yes I
1: (laughs) (laughs) well but then i mean we always talk about like this with culture in that like I remember growing up and reading Romeo and Juliet and thinking that was the utmost of beauty. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's about teenagers who kill themselves. like it's, yeah. Over it's, a fling, it's, yeah. Yeah, like it's that same thing yeah. of
0: also, again, written by an old white man. So that's especially <laughs> weird.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I think we've touched on some social commentary here. The romanticizing of infatuation and puppy love and, and love at first sight. So maybe that's a perfect transition to one of your deep social commentaries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that That was a very pained, <laughs> do I have to? Are you sure?
2: <laughs> All right. You know, and it's funny because some of the stuff, like, I feel like it was actually good. Like, I still liked it. Yeah. But it's I mean, it's a different, it's like, you know, it's obviously it's different. It's like me as a teenager writing it. But and it, another thing that was like constant throughout so much of this was like, The rhyming, like I, I couldn't help myself, and I wasn't even, I wasn't, I wouldn't even say I was like trying. It would just come out that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I was, I guess also the music I was listening to at the time. It was just like influencing that. But there's like so, there's just it's just flooded with like rhymes and ellipses and yeah.
0: (laughs) Are you saying there's other ways to write poetry?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my inner poet is gonna get really pissed at me after that. (laughs) 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 Put your ass here, like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also from the early 2000s. Okay, I'll read this one. I'll try to get through it. Breaking from reality. I step back from society. Prisoners smoking magic cigarettes. Fantasizing as black regrets melt away into color. The bottomless brown of the Hudson seen through shallow eyes hypnotizes my gaze as the haze of their smoke My lips, my hips longing to be held, to be touched again. This majestically sudden spring, my heart beats its longing. That one actually, I remember, and I was trying to find it. I had like etched it in a journal. I was literally sitting in the corner of like this uh, dorm room party. And just at that point, like I'd moved away from my normal, like my, I wasn't trying to normal anymore. I was just like being more myself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I cut all my hair off and I just totally, you know, it was also like super emo time like. Black eyeliner, like everything black, and I was like literally sitting in the corner of this party, like writing this, and I drew this sketch of this like clown smoking pot, and (laughs) I'm like really bummed that I couldn't find it. (laughs) But the other, because the other part of it, the second, this is the second part, was the same line, same thing. It's like stale cigarettes, pocket volume, ashing away promises, lighting up pain again. You can't feel my pain. You don't know suffering. I can show you if you'd like, but then I'd be no better than you. Batboy. Fools. Jaded by MTV and high school gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I inhale the smoke if too hurts me. Scratch- scratching away my throat, already screamingly sore. I'm sure you haven't been here before. Oh, but sweetheart, you will. <laughs> Batboy. boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is incredible
2: oh my gosh (laughs) this was the stuff that was like more salvageable like i was trying to turn this into something and then i was like it doesn't hold up it doesn't hold up yeah the mtv references in there was
1: i wish you would have gotten more specific with it and just like just sitting on your couch watching
0: trl
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh so much angst
0: oh yeah yeah that is sorry is it both a breakup poem and a critique of society what's going on here
2: it's just all the feelings I think okay yeah. All of you, yeah yeah it was like a yeah I think around that time it was like yes it was like probably that person that I just um <laughs> <laughs> there was always a break but it was like yeah that was probably at least in my periphery I think that was all happening and um yeah I mean at the end of it I was also just kind of like bored so I was mm-hmm. just sitting and like everybody was just kind of like Smoking, and I mean, no, obviously, no judgment there or that at all. But like, right. then I did because, like, that wasn't what I, I was just sitting there. Hmm. I guess I just needed something. I don't know, banal conversation, and I was like, talk about something deep, guys. Like I'm writing intense love poems like what? <laughs> I,
3: just, I just
0: see you there, in like, like a a beatnik hat, like, and <laughs> just like, like brooding in the corner. All
3: so
2: much brooding. <laughs> All the brooding.
0: <laughs> the only
1: important question is did you have bongos with you?
2: Oh god no. No, that that wasn't my that wasn't my style of brooding. It was more of like I had headphones with me.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I got
1: gotcha. you. I got gotcha.
3: you. And yes. my, mix,
2: my my mixtapes and stuff like I that yeah, no I didn't go into the I didn't go into the beatnik thing. I don't know. I feel like it kind of it also then overlapped that um it's also early to early mid 2000s and then like that whole scene and the punk scene, pop punk scene and like all of the emo, like everything there. Which also was like a fat blood of intensity, at yeah. least to my in my. That was kind of more my witchy, witchy emo. Kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we talk a lot about the emo phase. Uh, that's that was something we both really got into, uh, like yeah, My Chemical yeah. Romance, and I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, important question: What are your thoughts on? That go- means it's not going to be no, at all important. <laughs> 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 uh, no, 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 no. Garden State, <laughs> Garden State.
2: Oh, Garden State! Wait, Garden State—the movie or Garden yeah. State? Oh my God, I loved it! I loved yep. it so much.
0: <laughs> yep, ah. that explains everything.
2: <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? I, I listened to the album like on freaking repeat. It was a, it was it was uncomfortable how much I listened to that. that
0: <laughs> You're sitting in the corner of the room, nodding along to the shins, aren't you?
2: Hundred <laughs> percent. See,
3: he- I.
0: I have never
1: seen Garden State, Dave! and I'm a bad person for that. But I still think it's hilarious because my wife, who grew up living under a rock, that was like the one popular movie that she saw, and so she knows like the Andrew Sisters and Bing Crosby <laughs> and the Shins, and it's like, wh- where is this coming from? This is entirely out of left field. None of this makes sense to me.
2: It was a, it was an intense compilation, but it like it worked. It was like- good it yeah. reverberated and like and there was so much around that time too there was like I was uh, I was I was also into Grey's Anatomy which
3: also mm. I don't know
2: if you guys watch Grey's Anatomy but that like the end of every single episode was just the fray episode. yes <laughs> it, it was just for crying and like yeah. writing
0: <laughs> yes yeah my wife still watches it are you up to date oh no oh they're still no. going they're still I... pumping out an episode really? a week is
2: Yeah. it still like does she cry after is it still
3: really emotional <laughs>
0: I mean, they still do the emotional montage. Like, I I catch it when I like walk in it. That's not one that we watch together, but like, I'll catch it. I'm just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel
2: like I need to get really immersed in it again, and like start listening to the soundtrack, and then like just see what my poetry does.
0: Yeah, maybe you'll maybe we'll start talking about like um, the 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 haze and the colors and the those things came back again. It was like you mm. the two the two poems carried very similar themes um yeah,
2: yeah. a lot of i mean I was constantly I, like i went to school right by like i went to school in rockland county and i was like between there and i was working in the city for bartending in the city for a little while so it was always like being by the hudson was synonymous with for me with like writing my poetry hmm. and i would chain smoke and write and that was my <laughs> That was my youth.
0: <laughs> you, should do, you should try and dig through and do a chapbook on the Hudson.
2: Oh, I actually, well, this is way darker, but yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I started writing one because my first, day, I remember I had, um, I I actually started, oh, where is it? I, I have to pick it up for another time. Um, But I like started writing a poem based on when I was like really young, we were at this restaurant and I saw like, a, it's not funny at all, but I saw a body floating on the Hudson River. Oh my. And, like I was the first person to find it. And I was like, and that was like the thing. And then like, yeah. And then I wound up like getting married at that place. Anyway, like I wrote a, I wrote a whole.
1: <laughs> you know, like you well, I'm do. I'm going not
2: leave a big gap in between all of that. And just, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, I, I imagine
1: you were together. searching for searching for a wedding location. There's a dead body here. This is this
2: is the spot. I remember the helicopter. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's, I'm gonna yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll write what about the Hudson River?
0: <laughs> we just we just covered a lot there and i don't know where to go wow so you had like a saved by me, or what is it um um stand by me stand by me moment
3: mm-hmm. at this
0: at this restaurant
3: mm-hmm.
0: life-changing
3: mm-hmm.
0: got married at the same place
3: mm-hmm.
0: life-changing
3: mm-hmm.
0: and they there you're saying there isn't a poem or you're working on a poem
2: there is there no okay. there is there's like a yeah i like i like wrote the same yeah it's i gotta go find it i wrote it like a, a couple months ago and then i kind of forgot about it but thank you for bringing it back in tonight
1: honestly that sounds very interesting <laughs> no i feel like we're bringing up a repressed memory or
2: something <laughs> yeah give me a minute give me, give me minute. wow <laughs> um this just turns into a
0: therapy session yeah um that actually kind of brings me into like you you do archetypal psychotherapy right yes okay i saw that in your bio so yes. it from lost things it seems very um autobiographical mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if ever within a, like a session or something you you think to yourself this would make a great poem have you ever explored venues that aren't your personal history or i mean obviously not breaking like like Uh, clientele uh, (laughs) like you're not naming names and and, and... that's not how I wrote my notes or anything yeah (laughs) but but like like maybe like years later you're like that one story struck me I'm gonna explore this in a poem have you ever done that or
2: you know what's interesting no oh also I actually like I mean everything that I've ever written I mean that's a bit I have to like obviously think about it but virtually everything is like from it's just from my own kind of well oh Nice yeah I mean it would be very inspiring like the work that I've you know i, I i've i been I've been in the field for twenty years like art therapy, social work like uh, you know had a practice for ten years and I also did like a lot of dream work and stuff in there and like interestingly like it wouldn't ins- i mean it would definitely it was very inspirational in a sense like I would be inspired and I would kind of sometimes be in that space, but it was kind of it was still always like pulling from my own stuff yeah or or, or like literally nature around me like from there but yeah, that's interesting. No, I've never written from, I've never written it based on, or from like the launching point of anybody else's experience, which is interesting because I've heard a lot of people's experiences. So I guess that's, I feel, I kind of feel good about that. And I, 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 I feel like, is that a
1: professional boundary then? Like it's that it's just kind it. of an, a block there? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm always, I've always been very good with boundaries. Like, that's I, great. I mean, meanwhile, I wrote like this, like the book, And thank you for reading it, but it is, way too It's like hyper personal. <laughs> I'm like, I have very good boundaries. And I'm like, here is an entire history of my drug use and sexuality and how I came into my mental illness. uh understand like all of that is just in the book. And I'm like this thinking I'm this like very boundary person. But you know,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> just, I really appreciate yeah. that. It's it's there's there's an openness and an honesty that um one thing that Dave and I continually are are just blown away with uh, when we when we have guests on is like the universality of emotions and experiences we we have when people go through very specific like traumas and experiences that that's unique to them and yet um your poems can speak to like a, a person like me when i laugh and like yeah i've been there with moana
2: it's so cool though it really is like the um the reading that i did the first one which was just a few weeks back was um so it was like for my local arts event, which was interesting because like I'm it's obviously it's very different with Twitter and like our kind of chosen community and then being out. And every, I mean, it was, most of the crowd was like probably 70 plus like oh. years old. And um, I looked around and I was like, oh, oh, my God, I'm going to be reading my poetry like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 it kind of all hit me. Uh, but I, I very appropriately, like we were all given a muse and my muse was tragedy. And, you know, I start by like, I really resonate with tragedy, Um, but the, the idea of tragedy coming back to what you were saying of like, it's the original meaning. And like the Greek, you know, plays was like the, you're telling a story about the human condition and it could be so specific and so personal, but then it tells something also about you. And then it also tells something about me and about us. And like, there's really, there's magic in that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: it's cool. It's cool to feel that. Yeah. And they liked my they liked my poem, even the one that started about my period. I was like really about to go up, but it got a good section, So they related to that. The seventy something year old men also understood what I, where I was going with that. So. It's amazing. Oh,
0: that's impressive. No, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, where where were we going with this? Oh, well, this has been chaotic <laughs> so far. So let's talk about the chaos of um, icebreakers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i i honestly i saw it like happen It was yeah. like a blip on twitter and then like all of a sudden icebreakers was
2: yeah it became real in the world i mean my initial thing was like i'm like i make no promises <laughs> okay. but yeah i put it out there um it was after a collaborative call i had call for and i had this like random idea but and i love when people you know when you have like a really random weird thing and other people are like oh i also like that random weird thing let's do that <laughs> And actually, Tari Lynn Davis, who, yeah. who was just on. <laughs> um, yeah, she's one of our partners in crime. Um, Danny DeRoss, um, Aubrey Kaufman. Uh, it's the four of us who um, I like re- put a thing online and they responded. And then we just started a little thread and we created this chain letter, which was hilarious and amazing. And then there were like 20 something people that collaborated on it. And then from there, it was like, this was so good. Like just being able to connect with people and do something with no pressure and do something that's just like, Letting the muses kind of take control and get as weird as you want to. Um, it felt <laughs> so refreshing. So, from there, yeah, I kind of put a thing out there. I, I think I just tweeted it. I was like, I feel like this should exist. And then they were like, well, go make it exist. And then <laughs> I made it exist. And then um everybody was down, you know, Danny, Terry, Aubrey um, were totally down. And we've been, it was like, it was meant to be. It was written in the stars because we all work so beautifully together. And um, yeah and so we'll do like we just had our first call for um the Halloween edition, and we got every submission was incredible and we got a ton. it was amazing. um and then uh, and we'll do spontaneous pop-ups of uh, like the our ice ice uh, baby challenges where we just start on a Twitter thread and people will you know engage with each other and write something weird in real time online. um but it it's cool because it's like I feel like this is also the tone of like where I've landed with poetry, where it's like it's ridiculous. <laughs> like you can get ridiculous and weird, and also there's something so deep and meaningful there, and that's what keeps happening. And that's what we've seen with icebreakers. Um, you know, uh, uh Ben Klein and, and Todd Dillard worked together on it and like amazing, amazing work. Um, and I think Ben had posted something about it about like how meaningful the experience was for him. Uh, I'm putting words into his mouth, but that was the tone of it. Was that it? Like it meant something, you know? And like it's just so yeah. It's it's very charging. It's very cool to to be able to help facilitate those connections that were definitely meant to be and yeah i'm like honored to be know, a conduit for it it's yeah part of it. that's it's, awesome yeah it feels very good it feels very and there's no bullshit with it it's there's no like there's no pressure or anything
0: you know it's just that's where bullshit lit comes into play right yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: unfortunately there's no bullshit in there yet but <laughs>
0: is awesome with what has happened over just this short span of time after that chain letter went out and yeah i having had terry on i think yeah. the genres that you two play in and the images that you work with they're very compatible and yeah it's <laughs> yeah. it's
2: cool you know it's funny i actually I, I was i in her podcast she was talking about the tree i actually have a poem where i'm like i am that tree and i, <laughs> I i'm gonna have to get back to you on that because i'm like I really want to, I, I really, I really need to bring that one up too. Cause I, I also am that tree.
0: We have, <laughs> yes, we have to put those two poems in conversation. <laughs> yes. <Okay.
2: clears throat> we'll reach out you after, Terry, if you're listening, make me send you the poem, the tree poem. And we'll just write a bunch of, I am tree poems.
3: <laughs> <laughs> next chapter. Uh,
1: next, next chapter, just, <laughs> I am the river birch. <laughs> I am the willow. On the Hudson. Oh no! Come oh, on! Wait. I a hundred percent missed it. I'm a hundred percent that birch. Oh. I just took a DNA test.
0: Turns out I'm a hundred percent that birch. No, I mean, I'm not getting this at all. I think Lizzo. that's where
2: it was, right? I mean, that was you. Just that was it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we're, we're done. We, you nailed Lizzo. it, Aaron, Lizzo, I'm sorry. Aaron.
2: Sorry. <laughs> Nothing I can say Well, have
1: that. So. I get if it. If that's where we're setting the bar, I feel terrible for all of us. <laughs>
0: No, Dave, I'm going to say, I think um, the reason I didn't get that reference is because you were just trying to rap Lizzo. That's still
1: one of my favorite things is we have a three-year-old and a six-month-old. And so my wife loves to listen to Lizzo but only when the three-year-old is out of the house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they do repeat that. Yeah.
0: They do. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Because so, I mean, it's better than, than there's, I mean, Lizzo's freaking amazing. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, but yes. No, my, my daughter has, has gone into school singing songs before. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah. We it's have dangerous. a, we have a playlist on our um, speakers that that's labeled like kid out of house.
3: <laughs>
0: it's just like <laughs> only safe to play when kid is out of house. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, um, how are you feeling out the Bat Boy poem?
2: I I I don't know. I mean, it's it, it definitely. I don't want to. I don't want to end with that and then be like, "This is a really awesome sample of my work." Because that's like, you know, <laughs> also not. But, um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, it's. it's you said it, it's, it's
0: short, so let, let's hear
2: it's it. Yeah. it's in good juxtaposition to. Okay. All right. I'll read it. What the hell? It's called "I Want to Believe." I want to believe that Pluto is a planet and Kurt didn't kill himself. That Batboy is safe and the aliens autopsied are immortal, having risen from the dead right after those grainy pictures were taken. That they weren't taken but flew back to their saucers and are watching us now, communing through static and disguising themselves as Bloody Mary. Waiting for us to turn off all the lights and stare into the mirror. Cracking eggs on our heads and letting it all drip down our faces. Summoning by the law of three, the end of the world as we know it.
0: I love that I, so much. I that's like that So one. good. I like that one a lot, actually. Oh. that's just fun.
2: <laughs> it's good, right? It just—I mean, not good. But like I'm just saying, it's good. But it was like it came out, and I was like, "This is where I want to be right now."
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. We um, like
2: Mary Bat boy vibes for some reason.
0: <laughs> the perfect place to be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was going to say, is that self-deprecating or I I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
2: know. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I think a lot about Bat Boy. Do you, I mean, you know what what I'm saying? Bat Boy, Weekly World News. I feel like that was, there was like, that was such a a pivotal moment or whatever was happening in my world. I remember, I remember just like thinking a lot about Bat Boy. Because like every week it would be a new thing. Like Bat Boy, leaves. Uh, new York, and is in California, or like you know, like our Bat Boy is seen with a new jacket. Like it was constantly the thing about Bat Boy, and then he just went away. And I think about him, and I wonder, and I write poems about him. Well, I write one poem about him. And I write more.
1: <laughs> you might have to write more. Yeah, <laughs> and write more. yeah.
2: But yeah. I'm a serious person.
0: Very, very just like serious.
1: me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why you're on this show. This, yeah. of all shows, <laughs> is where serious talk of poetry occurs. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Indubitably. Indubitably. (laughs) That elevates it, right? Well, Lauren, while many of your prose poems remain unbroken. We sadly will have to end this line of conversation. (laughs) I can't
1: deal with you, (laughs) Erin. I can't deal with you.
0: Even when I wrote
2: Can we put an ellipsis at the end?
1: Yes. (laughs) In the script there is one. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) This is why I can't follow along in the script, because there are so many lines like that. And, like, I honestly believe my eyes would roll out of the back
0: of my head.
3: Oh, buddy. Oh. Well,
0: before we let you go, uh, we hear at My Bad Poetry try to end each episode with the words of a true poet. Uh, so would you be willing to read one of your better poems for us today?
3: Okay. <clears throat>
2: This one is Motels. Um, this one was published by a uh, Maudlin House a little way back. Motels are made for poets, or maybe they're the result of a world without them. Creviced streams collecting leaves and remnants of gas station binges. Long crumbling stretches slicing through memories of a natural world. Staring out the window, eyes reeling my heartbeat into another flat roof with too many doors and another and another. The pits in my chest jerk and start to crack open, making way for the baby born here that shouldn't have been born here. Small shells cooked to the ground, revealing something beautiful and grotesque. The lingering taste of citrus and cardboard, sticky residue on fingers and pastries that were never quite fresh and never quite stale. Opening to concrete walls containing that which cannot be contained mired by cheap landscape portraits, adorning broken shrines and the alchemy of refreshing stale ash with fire. These spaces pass as slices of film, reeling me back into the moments when this was all a dream and back to the moment when it
3: wasn't.
1: Mm. That's beautiful.
3: Thank you. It's
1: it's also just so, uh, it's so depressing but hopeful.
2: Yeah, that's really well put. Yes, yes, that's like where I live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you see me. That's thank you.
3: Yeah, that's good.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I like the other day. I wound up um driving, kind of like aimlessly. I had to like pull over, and and I, I and I wound up like kind of getting lost. Oddly enough. And I wound up at the exact stream that I was at when I wrote that. Wow. It was really, really wild. Yeah. Cause I've been like in a pretty transitional place too. And like, yeah, it felt, it felt, it felt that. It felt like it was that kind of heavy, deep, like underground, but then also something hopeful, something yeah. right there.
1: Well, and it's also less, you know, of the, hopeful for a continuation of a three-week relationship, so.
3: That helps, yeah. (laughs) There's been a deep thing for sure, yeah. (laughs) Right, right.
1: What? You get better over time and you learn how to do your craft?
2: (laughs) What? I'm going to seriously do an experiment where I watch Grey's Anatomy and watch Garden State and listen to the the shins and just see where my poetry goes, because it might (laughs) (laughs) all.
0: You might have to come on, like, the next day and share what (laughs) you...
2: I'm very excited. And all my Hudson poems. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Lauren, this has been incredible. I'm so glad we've made this time work uh, and that we were, you were able to come on. Um,
3: yeah,
2: me too. Yeah, this, was really, this was really fun. Yeah, I love this.
0: Good. And um, as we've said with every guest, seriously, every guest, um, we hope that you're able to to come back sometime. This has been phenomenal. Um I'm awful at booking things, so hopefully <laughs> sooner rather than later. But I think uh, you, you committed to us, I don't know, like half a year ago. And so just so grateful. <laughs> so grateful that this worked.
2: Yeah, time isn't linear. Yeah, right?
0: You know, there it's you go.
2: Exactly when it was supposed to happen. And I kind of love that, like, this is going to be a, a Halloween thing, but then it's after Halloween, but it still has all of that kind of dear, dark, kind of dark heaviness to it. And I feel like that kind
0: of works. Really and fun. yeah, And the poem you brought to us Reference daylight savings time. I didn't plan <laughs> that. Meant Come to be, on, meant to be this weekend rather than last. So
2: fire, <laughs> <laughs> bat boy. Okay, God, I'm sorry.
0: This has been my bad poetry.
2: Now go write your own bad poetry. <laughs> okay. All
1: well, right.
0: Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. See you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. She was awesome. Yep. Rhyme a free rhyme. It doesn't matter, it doesn't, doesn't matter, it's my bad, it's poetry. Oh.